to Fat Girl Hacks. This is Jamie Frost. And Megan Peters. And Nina Vento. And we came back! We came back, guys! We're back! We did another show after another show. We did it! We're back on track. We're totally killing it. We can do it. Um, (laughs) Welcome to the show, everyone. As usual, we've done very little preparation, but in good news, we are all still fat girls, so we can still make the show work. Yeah. So we still know what the fuck we're talking about. I mean, if we ever knew what the fuck we were talking about. Right. <laughs> um, so how's everybody doing? Just to get started. Megan. Um, I'm under the weather without COVID and my boobs hurt because of my impending period. Other than that, I'm alive. <laughs> Doing great at that girl act. Uh, I'm obviously not the dark cloud of this episode so far. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see if somebody says we'll something and I'm like, up. but death. Uh, <laughs> Nina, how are you? I am hanging in. Trying to stay as cool as possible because summer is not my jam. Yeah, Nina, Nina was talking. I hope it's okay to share this, Nina. You can tell me if it's not. Sure. But Nina's Nina was telling us that she goes through almost like what a lot of people go through in the winter, which is like, oh, no sun, blah, blah, blah. But Nina's side of it is too, too much, much sun. sun. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love it. I didn't Nina's know- not the first person. My other friend has just said that. Oh, really? That, yeah, I have another friend. One of my friends didn't come to New Orleans with us because she could not wrap her head around the heat. Yeah. Wow. And Good we were her. like, it's not that bad. She's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not walking to the corner store. Yeah. Wow. That's my I girl. definitely <laughs> have other friends who are like, I prefer winter. I hate heat. But I've never heard it from the angle of like almost a yeah. seasonal depression. 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 Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's that's interesting. I wonder how many people that happens to if it's if if I only know about the winter one because that's the one I experience. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I experience, oh, I haven't felt the sun heat my skin in months. Like I consider going to tanning booths in the winter. Right. Not because wow. I'm like, got to keep that crisp tan, but because I'm like, I need to feel like a turkey. Uh-huh. <laughs> I need to feel cooked yeah. every once in a while or I'm going to throw myself out. Yeah. But I wonder if it's the same thing. So sometimes when it's too cold, I actually get anxious. Mm. Like, and I don't know if that's because I have more clothes on or whatever. Um, but so, but I can see that being like, no, the outside feels fucking heavy to me and I don't want to go in it. Yeah. 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 My, my, my sister-in-law's from Wisconsin originally. And when she came to New Jersey, she was like, (laughs) I remember one of the first times it was like a really humid day. She said it was like walking through a wet sneeze. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so true though. And like having grown up in that atmosphere, I was just like, oh, it's just humid. But I had never thought of it as like, oh, I'm walking through a wet, nasty sneeze. (laughs) This is just slime. We're just cutting through slime. Yeah. 
uh, welcome when to New I Jersey. Was, <laughs> when I was in um, New Orleans last week, so New Orleans is a tropical climate. So you get like, you wake up in the morning, it's 95 degrees, then there's a huge tropical storm, then it cools down, then it becomes 95 degrees again. Like it's completely bipolar. Yeah. Um, but I was talking to someone who lives there and the difference is, and I was like, New Jersey's not that much different because it does get really humid. Yeah. And this person was like, I've been in New Jersey and New Jersey summer nights are very different than New Orleans. Mm. And they were saying that in the positive that like it gets beautiful at night most of the time in New Jersey, in New Orleans, it's like a bowl of just hot air that just settles and doesn't move overnight and i imagine bugs is there is it just mosquito land yeah 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 and they kind of i learned this they kind of swarm in and then they'll like go away but they'll come in in like a little swarm and then they have their fill it's a party it's a and then they're like next one yeah Nina looks really excited to try traveling. <laughs> I can never. Just the thought of New Orleans just like sends me over the edge. I know. Oh, because of the, the heat. Yeah. The heat, the heat and humidity. I mean, I could not do Nothing it, wrong with the New Orleans. No, 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 no. Just, no, no. no. It sounds really awesome. The I just want to take but... the Candyman 2 tour. Is there uh, one down there? There should be if there isn't because Candyman 2 is uh. in New Orleans. Maybe it's the third one that's in New Orleans. Anyway, I grew up on Candyman. That's the only thing I knew about New Orleans most of my life. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there's a freaking tour for it. There should be. If not, I think I found our next career move. (laughs) Oh, I did. I need to tell you guys, too. There was this fantastic woman, plus size, exceptionally glamorous. So... We went to this like. Oh, wait, are bar. you gonna say yourself? Is this you? Are you the glamorous plus size no, lady? Oh, okay. It's <laughs> it's my counterpart. Apparently, there's this like famous bar in uh, a little town right out. It's it's in New Orleans, but it's in a part of town called the Bywater. And there was this woman out front with a table set up. And when I was walking by, I looked at her, and she had these glitter lips. And I'm like, your lips are so pretty. And then just like kept moving. When I came back out, of course, I started talking to her because I couldn't stop thinking. She was there collect. She was selling things for a women's like a battered women woman's home. Oh, okay. And one of the things she's like, listen, if you make a donation, you can get this. And I had this lips. She had this glitter lipstick. I know that that's probably what got me sick because it was a really off brand. <laughs> man, for ten and minutes, somebody else I put that on. Beautiful. <laughs> no, it was sealed. It was sealed. No, okay. Okay. I was like, you surely did totally get sealed. sealed. I'm like, don't share <laughs> lipstick with strangers, Megan. Yeah. But I was like, can I take a picture with you? And she's like, yeah, hold on. Let me show you. Like, That's she was awesome. just so glamorous and beautiful. And her eyelashes were like sun visors and just so glamorous. <laughs> uh, how do they amazing. do it? How do you wear eyelashes that long? I wore eyelashes for my wedding and I like couldn't open my eyes for like a good half hour until my eyes learned how to lift weights. 
<laughs> and then I was like, oh, I can kind of open my eyes. <laughs> oh, like, my goodness. I just I just don't know how to put eyelashes on. I got those magnetic ones. Have you seen those? Oh, that's fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. Well, I mean, I love the way they look. I just. I do, too. Like, no, I'm super jealous. I just dress so shitty that there's never a need for false eyelashes. It's so funny because I, you know, I feel the same way. I dress like, you know, a hobo a lot of the times. Is hobo still an appropriate term? It's just fun. I don't think Nina so, says but. I don't think. Nina's HR. So I'm going to go with... Um, I dress... I don't know why, but I have. But I feel like no. <laughs> I dress like a home deficient person. Uh, no, nope. um... Nina's saying no. <laughs> okay, like a tramp, like an old box nope, car. No, definitely tramp. not allowed to say tramp. <laughs> <laughs> if I can't no, say I hobo, it's... I can't say tramp. <laughs> Hold on, my um... garage band is yelling at me. Okay, I don't know what I just chose. I chose something. Hopefully it goes well. Good evil. luck, Kevin. Um, speaking of, like, glamorous ladies, I'm going to talk about a show I've discovered. And I'm it's, excited. It's three seasons in. It is in no way a new show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a show on HBO, and it's called Legendary. And basically what it is, is it's a competition show for ballroom houses, ball <laughs> culture, the ballroom scene, also known as ballroom community, ballroom culture, or ballroom, is an African-American and Latino underground LGBTQ plus subculture that originated in New York City. And basically what it was, was black and Latino drag queens began to organize their own pageants in opposition to racism experienced in established drag queen pageant circuses, Cir circuits, not circuses. They weren't circuses. <laughs> um, but basically what it is, is it's, it's, it started by black and Latino drag queens who wanted to dress up and have a ball and vogue like we all know what voguing is if you yes. were born in the last 40 years we all know what <laughs> voguing is um yes. but so basically this show takes that it takes this ballroom culture and it made it into a competition show where there's four to five judges and there's an mc who announces them and these houses who are run by mothers so one person is the house mother and they're in charge of the house kitties. <laughs> and like there's the house of Gucci. There's the house of Chanel. There's the house of Balenciaga. There's all of these like houses. And then what they do is they compete in categories of voguing. So voguing, there's full house routines where they wear costumes and have like storylines in their dances. Oh, cool. It is so beautiful. I mean, the makeup, the costumes, it's everybody is dressed to the nines in this competition. Even the judges, even the MC, they're all following theme. They're mm -hmm. all following what the night's, you know, what the night's supposed to be about. <laughs> yeah. But what I really love about it aside from the fact that it's just a beautiful um, 
a beautiful part of culture that a lot of people haven't had a chance to see. Mm-hmm. There is a fictionalization of ballroom culture on a show called Pose, starring Billy Porter, which okay, is... Yeah. That's what the one I've heard of. Which oh, is Legendary am- is real? Legendary is real. Oh. Legendary is real. It is current. They started right before the pandemic because their last show of the first the first season they have a whole crowd so the mc is talking to the crowd the the performers are performing to a crowd they're performing to the crowd and the judges Mm -hmm. and then the pandemic hits and you're Uh, like why can i hear this person dropping to the floor every three seconds (laughs) and it's because the crowd was gone so by season two they rework it but it's just such a fabulous display of beauty and culture that people didn't get a chance to really see or get exposed to if they weren't part of it previously. Mm-hmm. Okay. And not only that, it is represent- representative of so many different people. There are people of different nationalities, of different colors, of different genders there's cisgendered people there's trans people there's people that are just um in drag there are it it is representative of so many people there are skinny people there are people with full ass six packs (laughs) (laughs) on display and there are big girls there's room for the big girls there's room for the big boys they're all there and you know what it's not about being a big girl in a group or being a big boy in a group they're just a part of that family. Mm-hmm. And you get to see these people go up against each other from different houses. And the category might be body. And for body, you want to show off your body. You want to show okay. off your body the best <laughs> way you can to the judges. And, you know, it might be a cisgendered man with full eight-pack, six-pack, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. rippling muscles oiled. Mm-hmm. against a fuller figured cisgendered woman who's you know booty popping <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but she has she has the chance against like it's just it's so accepting of everyone mm-hmm. everyone involved you are there to complete your task if you're given body <laughs> give body it right, doesn't no matter mean what you the have body to, is right? exactly body isn't about having a certain kind of body it's about using the body you have mm-hmm. to represent yourselves and get the judges to pick you. Mm-hmm. And it's I just so think fun it's, to watch. it's such, mm-hmm. it's, it's such a beautiful loving. And you see the love between these households. Cause a lot of these houses started out because of homelessness in the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people who, were in that community, were kicked out of their houses. They were forced out. They um, weren't able to get uh, jobs because of who they were. And so a lot of these families started because they were trying to support each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just really want to let everybody know that they should be watching this show. (laughs) I'm definitely going to check it out. That sounds like so in my wheelhouse. I love that. It's interesting. So you guys, like I can say this, my friend is working on a documentary basically about a house, um, mm. a house of people. And they, this most of this house came from 
like this person's family didn't support them or this yeah. person's. So the mother of this house is like, well, you're not going to be running on the streets. Like right. you're now part of my family. But to speak on that, when we went, so me and my husband worked with my friend on her documentary for a minute. We went to this drag um, contest. And it was really interesting. There was every different type of body. But I had, it was really strange. Anybody who was fuller figured, I was like, oh my God, they look so glamorous and beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that. I don't know what the rest of my point was. I, mean, I think it, it's it like, just... I, we don't see it. We don't see like cisgendered women competing in glamour things so maybe that's it it's not something i've seen as a woman like my body has not been represented so mm -hmm. here's these people performing with a body like mine and i'm like god they're so glamorous and amazing yeah mm -hmm. and it and i will say it's not just the cisgendered women that are the big girls there are full-figured trans women in these contests and they are gorgeous they are gorgeous right. and you can see these people do not have the self-esteem like and if they do have the self-esteem issues that a lot of women grow up with they they are so good at just being like i am the best right <laughs> this, this right. is my category and I just, I just love the community. I think it's a beautiful community. Now, do I think that all of us cisgendered women, speaking to the three of us, not mm. those of you listening, but I don't think we should go run and take over ballroom. Please <laughs> let me know, or let me let me state that I don't right. think that this is a place for, you know, housewives to go and have fun. <laughs> but I think right. it's such an important part of culture. And so much has come from it, um, yeah. It, it, that we don't even know. Like, mm -hmm. how many people have vogued to Madonna's Vogue before right. knowing that voguing was a thing? That was a thing, right? And that it was happening. Right. <laughs> and right. to anyone that's listening, like, please know we're three older cisgendered women, so we are working on understanding other perspectives, other everything's, you know. So mm -hmm. if we miss, oh, yeah. if we misspeak, please let us know in a kind way if possible. <laughs> I can't, yeah. Wait, did I say I something? I can't random in all the time. No, no, I just get nervous. Okay. You know how I am. When no, we when we hit stop record, me and Megan go, "What the fuck did we say?" Oh, because <laughs> I, I was just saying, talk. as an art form, I very much appreciate seeing people who look like me. Yeah, Not, no, yeah, no, I don't want to be a. This Ball is where we, we keep screaming representation matters. Right. Representation no matter what you are. matters. And I can't say this enough to old people who don't understand why there are interracial couples on Hallmark Channel or can't understand right. why there are same-sex couples in commercials or can't understand. And it's not even for the same-sex couples necessarily – but think about the families of the same-sex couples. They get to mm -hmm. see themselves on a commercial. They right. get to, like these things are important to people. I didn't grow up seeing fat girls on TV, and I know we're nowhere near where we need to be. Mm -hmm. Right. But the increase, like, aren't you so much happier going on a clothing site and seeing real women? Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Even just that, just seeing For the models in your yeah. side, like right. even close to your size yeah 
even the mannequins in Lane Bryant when I was young were so skinny that they had to pin the clothing right. on the mannequins because right. the, the clothes were too big for the mannequins for the fat girl store. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it, you're you're absolutely right. Like just the po- representation is just you don't realize how important it is until you experience it. But I think ballroom is important for the representation because, like, if you're if you're not seeing yourself somewhere, mm-hmm. check out ballroom. There's a good chance you're represented there. They've got so many different people. And there are cisgendered women. There are cisgendered men. But there's also trans. There's non-binary people. Like, look at it. Just mm-hmm. watch it. If I'm you're, excited to see if it. If you feel like you don't see yourself anywhere, look for yourself. You're there. And fight for it. We got to keep fighting for it. Mm -hmm. Right. It's making changes. We're making changes. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think um, I'm touching on what you said, Jamie. Like, if you don't see yourself, look for it, you know, and Mm -hmm. not saying that everyone is representative. And if they don't find it, it's because they're not looking hard enough. It's not like, no, 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 no. But, you. you know, as you, I'm getting older, right? <laughs> as I'm getting older, and I'm not, I just feel like that's one of the good things of social media. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to say, because I have found so many plus size people that I never would have had access to, or, you know, so many people that have, you know, I don't know, that are the same size as me or have my style or, you know, mm-hmm. that I never had growing up or. I don't know. It's going, it, there's a lot of people out there, and that's the one. I mean, there's a lot of down things about social media and oh, shows. So like many. The competition <laughs> shows. But I feel more like a, 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 a part of a community, you know? Yeah, right. and we're part you know, of that community. You know, don't forget that. You know, I'm trying to dry, join a cult <laughs> any way I can. <laughs> Nina's been looking, baby. I'm trying. But yeah, exactly. And it's, it's cool to be part of a community and, and to be able to really. It makes a huge difference because if I go out to dinner with you two, mm-hmm. we're already know the places that have the most comfortable chairs that will support us. Yeah. Right. Like, so we're not even bringing up the places with that only hold one butt cheek. Right. When right. I'm with mixed sizes of friends, I have to think a little extra because they're, they they don't know my struggle. They don't right. know that sitting is an issue. Right. You know, so yeah, it's a really good point. And to your point, Nina, I mean, social media for all of its faults has just helped increase my body acceptance journey just mm-hmm. because I see so many other people like myself. And that, like you mm-hmm. said, it's so incredibly important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and you I'm, can see them being beautiful. You can see them on their bad days. Right, like people right. are all about sharing their experience right now. <laughs> right. right, especially TikTok right now is obviously huge. But Nina's <laughs> our like TikTok a, correspondent a saying it. Yeah. But... <laughs> you are not a boomer. Wait, <laughs> did you just call yourself a boomer? <laughs> yes, Nina, you're a millennial. You're not even Gen X. <laughs> you're not even next to the boomers you have yeah. a whole generation of people between, between. you <laughs> Nina's like they let me join them so I took it <laughs> Nina's out 
right. there being like, yeah, boomers, boomers unite. <laughs> yeah, those, those big boomers, that's me. <laughs> I would just like to state for the record that none of us are boomers. No. <laughs> Least of all, Nina. Yeah. Least just, of all, Nina. <laughs> this feels so silly being like, oh, I watched the TikTok now. <laughs> Now, so me and Jamie are totally it. like, oh, we're going to need to have Nina show us that TikTok <laughs> dance because she's so young. Oh, I tried Holy TikTok, man. It's so loud. <laughs> <laughs> I like to listen to things on mute. I just like to see oh things. So I just read yeah. Reddit. So take that, boomers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been having a Nicolas Cage ma- movie marathon. Oh, just to lighten things up for a minute. For any if anybody's... reason or just cause? Um, you know, we watched the movie "The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent," which is about Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage. Oh, is that like the wow. newer one that came out? And yes, and it's marvelous. Him and Pedro Pascal are amazing <laughs> in it. They're wonderful. It's so funny. So we were like, "Well, let's watch all Nicolas Cage movies." <laughs> And it's he has 104 on his IMDb oh, list. Oh shit! <laughs> so we're only like 24 in. Well, um, but there's a lot. There's some terrible ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my that was my comedy interlude for you guys. No. It wasn't really comedy. It was just me talking about Nicolas Cage. But Nicolas Cage came out as a goth. Oh. And I like to bring that up at least once an episode. Came out like recently as a goth. Yeah, like I know that in his an, son <laughs> is or something, right? Yes, his son's a goth, and he he likes you know goth aesthetics, so he oh, considers okay. himself a goth as well. Nice. And so you know, goths of the world matters. unite. <laughs> <laughs> and Nicolas Cage is my representation. <laughs> oh my gosh! The star of Face Off is my representation. <laughs> I do have to say that my go-to, like, any kind of, like, comfort movie is National Treasure. We watched one and two. Nice. Very nice. recently. I, they I'm were not... good. <laughs> yeah. I'm more of a Peggy Sue Got Married, Nicholas Cage Oh, God, fan. his voice oh, in that. that. It's one of his first ones. and I love it's... him in Valley Girl. Valley Girl is, I just saw Valley Girl for the first time, and it Fantastic. was amazing. Yeah. These are his never, 80s flicks. Oh, his okay. 80s flicks are the ones that I, I really, really love. And oh. then, of course, the action, action Nick Cage, Con Air, <laughs> Face Off, National <laughs> Treasure. These are all great Nick Cages as well. Um, fat shaming backfiring on people in the news. Oh, yeah. That's what Megan um, got. Oh, yeah. Tell me. That's what we wanted to talk about. So, uh, abortion activist uh, Olivia Juliana. Or um, Juliana, depending. Juliana, whatever it may be. Sorry if I pronounced it wrong. No, no. I'm just saying it could go either way. (laughs) Um, She was, a picture of her was fat shamed by... A serial predator and alleged sex trafficker representative Matt Getz. I think is his Gates or Getz. I don't fucking care. I mean, I definitely don't care about the pronunciation of his name. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) fuck him. But anyway, he had made a comment that why is it always fat, ugly women 
complaining about abortion when they're the least likely to need it. And he said this in reference to a picture of this 19-year-old woman, Olivia, and within 72 hours, she had raised over a million dollars for her cause. And she yeah, Olivia. so ballsy that amazing. she just comes out with a TikTok that's like, yeah, that worked really well for you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt, suck my fat. I know. You just got, like, and basically it was him who caused it to happen. So. Right. Yeah. 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 Thank you for the support, Matt. Right. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> right. He's the one who was talking to like underage girls that he met at a party. Yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was man. like, aren't I a little old for you, Matt? Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I know I'm 19, but that's like on the cusp of, you know. Like the fact he that really this man like, is him. still in his job yeah. with even these allegations. I mean, he's a white man. But that's like, you know, I was talking to my husband about this this morning that it's amazing that our uh, elected officials say shit like this mm-hmm. and we're part of their contingency, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think it circles back to the fact that fat people have been taught to hate themselves more than anybody else. Right. So uh, another fat person who might be in his contingency who, you know, supports him is like, yeah, fuck fat ladies because they they've been taught that way and they feel that way. Right. Yeah. And it's horrible by other white men that feel the same way. But those men are also fat. Right. (laughs) (laughs) True, 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 true. Fat people hate fat people. Hate fat people. Hate fat people. Yeah. It's just fat people of all cultures, religions, everything hate mm-hmm. fat people. Yeah, we yeah. were taught to hate and judge fat people. And it's a hard thing to break out of. I mean, I, I just want to throw out there. I think one of the ways I really learned self-love was <laughs> selfies. <laughs> you take enough pictures of yourself, you're going to get some good ones in there. And then you delete the rest and you look at the good ones. There you go. And that's how you learn self-love. Listen, everybody takes a bad picture. Mm -hmm. Bad pictures do not mean that you are ugly. (laughs) It just means you need to take a different picture. Just a different angle. (laughs) But getting back to Olivia, um, this is the kind of response we need. This is the kind of response we need mm-hmm. for all of these things. Yeah. Whether it be abortion rights, same-sex marriage being legal. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a representative who uh, last week he signed or he, he said no to a bill that was going to protect same-sex marriage. And then the next night he oh gave a speech at his son's marriage to another man. So he gave a speech welcoming his new son-in-law into their family and saying how happy he is that his son found somebody and he made a good choice and blah, blah, blah. The day before, he said no to protecting his own son's marriage. Isn't that fucking wild? It's crazy. I just saw the same thing, that there was like that picture. And, you know... uh, 
of Ted Cruz and his croonies all like fish fist bumping after cutting um, legislation to help veterans who've been exposed to burn piles. Yes, and toxins. And they're dealing with poisons. The loudest at Colin Kaepernick taking a knee, and that's so against the veterans and all this shit. Yet you're voting against their best interest. Cool, Ted Cruz. Cool. I mean, I think that as long as we allow this to be what we see <laughs> in our representatives, right. as long as this continues to go, it's going to keep going. It's just going to keep as long as we don't fight back against these men mm-hmm. who are making laws to suppress uterus bearers mm-hmm. and uh, women in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, people of uh, people of the LGBTQ community plus community um, as long as we continue to allow them to separate us because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're separating us right. oh, they're yeah. putting us they into categories us where they want us so we can't get together when did this turn into a political show guys <laughs> is it just the world is it not our fault? Should I talk about breaking a toilet seat? I don't know. Um, it was probably Just what the I, world su- in the last I week. suggested. <laughs> I mean, it's a great story. Olivia, Juliana, Juliana. I don't know. See, I have a friend who's Filipino whose last name is Juliana. And sometimes it's called Juliana. That's why I'm just saying I don't know what which pronunciation is. But like... That that is some kick-ass follow-up yep. to being called fat. Mm-hmm. Right. I wish I could raise a million dollars every right. time somebody calls me fat. I, I would Hell like, yeah. I yeah. would like us as fat people to make that a goal. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's work on getting horrible celebrity men. <laughs> yes. To mock us on the internet so we can get abortion back. (laughs) I am going to post so many pictures and at so many terrible senators (laughs) and just like a bikini pic. Hey, Matt, what do you think of this? (laughs) I want abortion rights. (laughs) And I'm going to make them make fun of me so I can fuck them over. I guess that's entrapment. But who cares? These men should be entrapped. (laughs) I mean, right? I just wish I had good comebacks like she did. I'm like the worst. I know. You're dumb. You know? (laughs) And I know my six weeks later after I've been ruminating on it. My comeback is always the. when, one time I was at Target with Kim and we were driving through like the crosswalk and this guy's like, it's a crosswalk, idiot. And I just responded with, you're an idiot. And I said it in that tone. I said it very quietly to myself and I just said, you're an idiot. And he heard me because my window was down and he was right next to me. And he was like, you fat whore. And I said, okay. <laughs> that was my response. It was just, okay. Okay. And that just made him matter. Uh, right, exactly, right? You didn't give him the satisfaction, but So there's <laughs> okay. another there's another hack, ladies okay. and gentlemen and everyone in between. <laughs> if somebody makes fun of you, just say okay. 
it really makes them mad, but only if you're safe. If you're not safe, don't say okay back at them. Like, keep (laughs) your safety in mind. Remember that not only are these people rude and hate us and want to take away our rights, but they can also be violent and terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's the keep yourself safe. This is the, you know, we've had this said to us our whole lives. Take who it's coming from, but literally, like, none of us want anything to do with Matt Gates. Right. So, yeah, say whatever the fuck you want. You're disgusting and a predator. Right. Exactly. And to uh-huh. say that fat, ugly, first of all, Olivia, you are a beautiful woman. There is nothing wrong with you. <laughs> fuck Matt Gates. <laughs> So to call an individual a fat, ugly woman Mm -hmm. is disgusting. Right. And then to state that fat, ugly women don't need abortions. Like, what is... What? Have you never walked through the streets of your own neighborhood? There are fat women everywhere. And guess what? Some of them have babies. (laughs) These three? (laughs) Not these three. Not these three. Thank you. Thank you. Nope. Thanks, abortion. Just kidding. (laughs) Pardon me. Sorry. I have made it a point to never get pregnant. That has been, I have been very lucky. I have never gotten pregnant by accident. Um, But, you know, I just, do people think before they speak? No, I don't know. No, not at all. Why are we okay with this? Why is the media okay with this? You would think that fat people don't have these jobs. Right. (laughs) Right, right, right. Like that fat people aren't in the media because nobody's speaking up for us. Right. Right. That is, yeah, it's wild. It's always such a fucking story, and it's not. Like, you know, white man calls white lady fat. Shocking. Right. I know. Like, right. I just walked by a group of white men and they all called me fat. It happens all the time. It's a reflex they have. Did that genuinely happen? Mm, I'm sure. I mean, I just mean like, I mean, it's definitely happened to me. I remember walking to like walking down the street and cars slowing down to call me Bertha. And just being like, you took time out of your day to just yell shit at a random woman? You don't know me. You don't know me. It's not like I walked up to your car and took a shit on it. (laughs) Then you can call me Bertha. Uh, But I'm literally walking down the street alone, bro. You really need to think about what that means about you. Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, what was your point? I remember, you know, like... Back when we were younger, you'd hang out in diners all hours of the night. Yeah. And me and my friends were there, like, drinking coffee. We were teenagers, drinking coffee, smoking cigarettes, eating french fries. And there was this table of bros who were doing, like, a David Attenborough-style narration about a fat woman about me. Like... (gasps) For everyone to hear, they and it would just be like, yo, she doesn't need to put that french fry in her mouth. And it was so loud, and I was just like, oh, my God. I would have oh put my, my cigarette out in their eyeball. Uh, 
it was no i remember it was just like so uncomfortable i was surrounded by average size friends and they just didn't stop anything i did if i laughed they made fun of how my body jiggled any like and no one knew what to do <laughs> like yes. don't you wish you could go back in time as an adult mm-hmm. woman and just be like bro listen incel don't you have something to shoot up because you're angry <laughs> hr didn't like that <laughs> I mean, it's true. No, but that's always like that. All those fucked up shooters are always like, women wouldn't have sex with me. Exactly. (laughs) Why not? Right. Women should be, every man should be given at least one woman. Have you heard those? No. That there's incels that think that women should be assigned to men? Imagine. I mean, I got assigned to one. (laughs) (laughs) I got trapped. But yeah, I try to be, I don't know about you guys, but my goal is to be the person that I didn't have. And my therapist tells me this constantly. (laughs) I tell myself and everybody around me that constantly that I, and you know, Jamie, you and I are very similar in this. We put ourselves out there and I think mostly it's just to be seen doing shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Have some little fat girl see me roller skating and don't be afraid to fucking roller skate. Yeah. You want to do a 5K when you're fat? See me doing it. Go do it. Yeah. You you think you can't do a headstand because you're 300 pounds? Guess what? (laughs) I'm going to do a headstand. I'm going to show you. (laughs) (laughs) Nina's like, I am here to show them how to hide and avoid people (laughs) like Jamie and Megan. But that's fine too. No. There's nothing it is. wrong no, with it's not 100%. screaming at the top of your lungs like we are. We're just reacting a different way to what we experienced. We're reacting. Everybody reacts differently, and our reaction is to be like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna do it better than you." Right. So and I just gonna be like, "I people. am too." But I don't need to scream about it, you idiots. Yeah, Nina's <laughs> just like, "I'm going to yoga." Don't follow me in. <laughs> Don't look at me. Don't perceive me in any way. But look at my friends that are really loud. I feel like they do. I just don't say it. <laughs> but like even more so than doing stuff to show that we can do it, I want to be that person that will walk up to those teenage boys and be like, you're assholes. And if you keep going at it, you're never going to have sex with a woman. (laughs) (laughs) I want to say this to the, like, I want to tell these boys they're being wrong. Right. And I want to stand, like, I want to stand up for these girls that are not just going to have to deal with being objectified because they have vaginas in some cases, Mm -hmm. but because I don't want them to also then have to deal with, oh, I'm going to, because those boys that are making fun of the fat girls, mm-hmm. they're still objectifying them. They're oh, still going to yeah. try and have sex with them. Right. Guess what, Matt Gates? Right. Fat <laughs> women have sex with men too. Right. It's not just exclusive to skinny. And I can prove that because there are babies all over the world. <laughs> and there are a lot of fat people. Like, right. this isn't, it, it, sex isn't, Sex, objectification, harassment, rape, 
these things are not exclusive to beautiful, skinny women. Right. This is exclusive to all women. Anybody that has a vagina is fair game in most men's minds. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I just, I think it's important for us to, like, this episode's obviously about representation. I feel like that's what we've been talking about Mm -hmm. for the most part. Um, And just as a small side story, does anybody want to talk about the girl who went in front of West Virginia's town hall? Um, Yes, let's talk about the girl at the town hall. So uh, recently this week, or, you know, recently, um, a 12-year-old girl went in front of her town hall in West Virginia that was there to discuss abortion rights. And if you have not checked it out, I highly recommend it. Um, It's sad. It's sad Mm -hmm. that we are making our children do what? Yeah, like Olivia's only 19, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this, uh, I don't know the girl's name, but she's only 12. Her name is Addison Gardner. And uh, so here's what the the article says. 90 people, including a 12-year-old girl, spoke about West Virginia's restrictive abortion bill during a public hearing Wednesday. House Bill 302, which would ban abortions in most almost all cases, allows for prosecution of physicians who perform abortions and include no exceptions for victims of rape or incest. Um, And that's in consideration this week. This bill has not been caught, uh, has Mm -hmm. not been passed yet. Um, So speakers at Wednesday's public hearing were given 45 seconds each. The youngest, a girl who identified herself as 12-year-old Addison Gardner from Buffalo Middle School, gave an impassionate remarks about the bill. And basically what she says is, so I go through a trauma where somebody uses my body against my will, and then you're telling me I have to carry a baby against my will, and you don't care about that. You say you love, you want to take care of life. And her her final statement was, what about my life? What about Mm -hmm. my life? So, you know, I think the kids are hearing us. Some of the kids are hearing us. And like I said, we see we see representation coming on board. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's starting to happen. (laughs) It's starting to happen. Um, I don't know where I was going. guys. Sorry. (laughs) I think with these, but generation. it's amazing. Yeah, this it, it, this is what's really interesting, and I think what's her name, Addison. Mm-hmm. Addison brings up is she's twelve, can't make her own legal decisions, but people are deciding for her to change her life. Like there was that case. Like, it's just, it's it's a shame because there's these girls who are well below legal age and they have to consider it because they can bear a child. Yeah. And against and, their will. The amount. Right. One out of three women are uh, sexually abused or raped wow. in their life. And that is reported numbers. So I'm going to say... 2.9 out of 3 women are <laughs> mm-hmm. raped or 
or abused mm. or assaulted. Um, assaulted in their lives. Um, if you don't know somebody who's been assaulted that is a cisgendered woman, then you are not asking if they have been assaulted because women are assaulted, whether it's harassed emotionally or harassed with grabbing, women are constantly under the scope of being an object. Right. We're objects. And it's a shame that this 12 year old girl already knows that. Right. Mm-hmm. And it tells me she knows mm-hmm. that because somebody she knows or herself has been through some sort of harassment mm-hmm. or some sort of, and that's not surprising to me. It's not surprising to me that a girl, that a 12 year old girl has feelings about abortion. <laughs> I know it's so sad. Yeah. And I say that as somebody who grew up on the other side. I used to be pro-life. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Being pro-choice does not mean you are not yeah. pro-life. So fuck pro-life. Pro-life is not a real thing. You're pro forcing people to have babies. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I knew about um, you know, abortion before I knew how to put a tampon in. Because they start that indoctrination so early. Yes, I was taught it's baby murder. It's, you know, all these things. But really what it is, is it's a medical procedure that some women need to have and some women choose to have. There's both ends of the spectrum. But either way, I would say my feelings on it is and this goes for being a fat woman mm-hmm. as well. This goes for being fat. This goes for possibly needing an abortion one day. This goes for mm-hmm. many things. Needing birth mm-hmm. control. Mind your own fucking business. Everybody, like, I feel Simple like we enough, say that all right. the time on the show. Our number one fat girl hack is mind your fucking right. business. <laughs> if somebody can't fix something right away, like if I have a booger, tell me I have a booger. <laughs> I want to clean the booger up. Sometimes it gets stuck to my nose ring. It happens. (laughs) There might be one now. I feel like there is. Um, (laughs) I can change that. Uh, If you can't change, if I can't wipe away a booger, if it's something bigger than that, then mind your goddamn Mm -hmm. business unless I have asked you. No, I agree. That is, yep. (laughs) We should put that on a shirt. Mind your fucking business. Like, why can't people just get that? I was, we were talking before about, like, what are your feelings about, you know, what's your, what's your theories on being fat and, like, how to treat fat people and how to, if you, if you're asking that question, you should just right. tell yourself, right. mind your fucking <laughs> business. If, is it your body? If the answer is no, Right. Mind your fucking business. Right. If the answer is yes, right. your business. Still your business. <laughs> right. Great work. Hold on, if you real answer, quick. Do, ha- do any of you have anything exciting in your uh, other performing lives to share? Yes, I did another stand-up. At, so for anybody who doesn't know, I took a comedy class. Yeah. Um, and Which is why I, she's on fire. Apparently, no. <laughs> I'm just um, kidding. <laughs> but I did. Wait, I did a very. I lost you. In, there you are. 
I did a very impromptu open mic night a few weeks back. It was fine. I go into anything with, first of all, being like, yeah, I'm fucking fat. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then I, there's always a 50-50% chance it's either going to kill or bomb, and either way I get a good story out of it. Yeah. So then a couple weeks later, we had our like comedy class recital. My family came. I did a bit, and you guys will all be familiar with this, about my mom buying me my underwear my whole life. I love it. And then when I was in New Orleans, I did an open mic night with my friend at this really cool comedy club, and I met really cool, cool. people. So. Oh, that's so great. So hopefully yeah. you'll get to catch Megan doing stand-up in a neighborhood <laughs> near you if you live in the tri-state area. <laughs> or, New or New Orleans from time to time. Do you like or it? Or New Orleans from time to time. I do. I don't feel like I found my voice yet because yeah. I think I'm much more offensive and I mm. like that about myself <laughs> than the bit I'm currently doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so you're going for offensive. See, this is what I mean. Right? You can't be mad that you're offensive <laughs> when you're going right. for offensive. I'm you. not mad about it. I just, if, okay. I, if I'm saying something wrong, I want it taken out. And it appears <laughs> that I often say things wrong. <laughs> no, I uh, know. And I don't think it's just you. I think it's me too. It's mostly Nina who's okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm probably over. But that's no, why we have you Nina. Guys what to say and what not to say. And I... And I'm very... Oh, you tell us with your face, I'm also Nina. very sensitive. I don't want to make anyone mad. So that's not a good way to be either. No, no. and I think because that's then you can't, good. Then we no, can't no, say I anything. think that's good. So. Yeah, and, like, we don't want to... And it's a different medium. Like I, I mean, before. podcasting about something and, like, doing a comedy bit is obviously a different audience. You can say different things, so... Yeah. Absolutely. We want to welcome people to our show and not let anybody feel like, like, I'm going to guess we don't have a very wide (laughs) cisgender white male. My husband won't even listen. No, and we're definitely not going for that. (laughs) It's just Kevin and Chuck and Kevin because he's forced to and Chuck because Nina's on it. (laughs) Um, Exactly. Yeah, no, uh, listen, no, when I am not, personally, when I'm by myself, I want to be offensive. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I want. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I'm the same way. I like to shock people. It's all about the shock value. Right. Like, my greatest moment, like, somebody from the audience when we were in New Orleans yelled out, pussy. So I got to say pussy several times and I was completely, I was like, I just killed it. I said pussy seven fucking times. That's great. That's what I mean by being offensive. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to be like, I think that that is what I mean. I think I could be read as the saucy mom. Yeah. And I don't want to be that. I want to be like fucking Andrew Dice Clay in a Lane Bryant <laughs> outfit. There you go. That's how you do it. <laughs> I'm Andrew Dice Clay in a pair of full figure jeggings. <laughs> 
I mean, to be fair, Andrew Dice Clay probably needs full-fingered leggings at this point. Right. I don't mean it offensive like I want to off- like yeah, offend no, other right. groups. Yeah. I just yes. mean I want to say bukkake. Yeah, you want to say stuff that people don't say out loud in yes. a lot of their lives. Yeah. In mixed yes. company, if you will. Yeah, I was yes. telling my my cousin about this podcast, and I was like, it's explicit. Do not listen to it around kids. And my mom was like, I'm not allowed to listen to it. And I was like, you're allowed to. I'm just telling you you don't want to. Right. Right. We don't actually have a mom block on this. Yeah, you, just you can suggest. physically listen to it. I'm just telling you, you don't want to know what I'm saying. The first fuck, right. my mom is out the door. That's great. My mom's like, oh, bad language. Click, cancel, one star. These girls say bad words. My mom's just saying, oh, I don't think that's funny. That wasn't funny. That's not funny. That's what she said. She forced me when I first started that comedy class. Her friends were over and she's like, Meg's doing a comedy class. Tell them your joke. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, I really don't want to. She's like, go ahead. Tell them that joke you told me. So I tell them the joke. And in the middle, she's walking around saying, do you even get this? It's not even funny, right? Like, it's not funny. Jesus. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, mom. Like, do you need to take right. the litmus of the audience right. to make sure that I suck? Yeah. She's got like one of those levers. Right. She's like, let me get a round of applause to see how bad she sucks. <laughs> oh my God. So then like at my recital, I was like, oh, I don't yeah. even want her to come. Because she's going to be sitting there amongst my, like, I feel like I'm 12. My classmates, fe- friends, and family right. being like, it's not even funny. <laughs> Do you guys think that you're laughing? Don't pity laugh at her. She's going to be encouraged if you keep laughing. Yes! Oh, See, my mom's the opposite. My mom... Oh would sign me up for anything she'd be like oh jamie can do art she'll do your mural jamie can dance have her dance for you and i'm just like mom i can't do i can kind of do some of these things a little bit that's good material for you though megan please stop signing me up for things mom story oh that that's gonna be everything Because she's insane. (laughs) This isn't funny. You don't have to laugh if it's not funny to you. Oh, God. Well, at least she supports you in underwear. Yeah. I mean, if the underwear stops, I'll reconsider (laughs) trying this comedy bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, I think we've done a show. An hour, I think. At least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any any uh, last words or advice? Do you think we'll be back for another show? We'll see. Yeah. Unless we get taken <laughs> off the air for saying all of the horrible things we feel. <laughs> yeah, but that hasn't I'm, stopped. I'm not going to say we don't feel them. I'm just going to say. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, this has been Fat Girl Hacks. And, you know, keep being awesome. Keep doing what you do love your your body love yourself
We love you all. Mind, <laughs> yeah, mind your, your fucking, fucking business. Fat girl hacks. Fat girl hacks. Fat girl hacks. Fat girl hacks. What the fuck did we say?